I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sam Pets Radio, Australia's coolest podcast network. Hi everybody, welcome to another episode of All The Small Games, a weekly podcast all about indie video games. My name is Andrew Levins and joining me is my good friend and indie game aficionado, John Valenzuela. <laughs> aficionado? Aficionado, my friend. Isn't it? Yes. No, I, I, like, I like to make things sound like pasta dishes. <laughs> 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 One large aficionado, please. <laughs> Um, yeah, how's it going? Should, I, I, I genuinely learn something every time I record with you, and generally it's how to how to pronounce <laughs> words that I've been saying my whole life wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, but I'm good, man. I'm, I'm ready to talk about some freaking indie games. Hell yeah. We have a... a, 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 a <laughs> now I'm like, do I just start pronouncing words wrong on purpose? <laughs> we, have, we have a veritable smargorse board <laughs> of, uh, of indie games to talk about today. A uh, cornetcopia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. We got, I've, uh, unleashed a monster here. I've unleashed a monster here, guys. I'm so sorry. We've got a mobile game, which we've both uh, put sunk some time into a sequel to a game that we talked about a couple years ago on the show. The My Friend Pedro game from Devolver Digital now has a mobile version. Um, yes. And, uh, and John is on the record in my, in my DMs saying that he prefers it to the original. So more on that very soon. Um, I've been playing a game on Xbox Game Pass called Dodgeball Academia. I think, I think the full the full word is like dodgeball the full dodgeball academia a an underdog story something like that um and sure. uh, john has also been playing an xbox game pass release um the ascent so that will be today's episode um a little tease for the a future episode of uh, all the small games there was an id at xbox showcase overnight and Ooh. tonight there is a Nintendo Indie Showcase, Indie World Showcase. So I imagine the bulk of next week's episode will be us going through both of those showcases and letting you know which are the games that you should keep on your radar. Because uh, when we do that, we find we discover great games like Dodgeball Academia, which is a game that I sure I saw show up in one of the um, showcases at E3 this year. And it wouldn't be on my radar had I not watched every single E3 showcase just for the sake oh, of boy. talking about it on the podcast. Um, well, look, you know what? Let's get into Dodgeball Academia because you messaged me and you said that you were loving the hell out of this game. 
And it brings me great joy when you do that because I'm like, my, my, my dude is out there having a good time. But I'm also very curious because obviously casting, you know, I'm always casting around for my next good indie game to play. And I think Dodgeball Academia does look dope. I saw it was a sports RPG and the part of my brain that loved Golf Story was like, pay attention. Well, this is very different to um, to, to Golf Story and, the, uh, and probably the upcoming uh, sports story as well. This is a game that takes everything I like about... Um, the Paper Mario games and like Mario Golf and Pokemon. So a lot of beloved Nintendo franchises um, and kind of puts them all together in this great melting pot, makes them basically like you, it's a game where like, yeah, you're going to a school to learn how to be the best dodgeball player in all the world. You get special dodgeball powers. It seems every problem in this world has been caused by dodgeball and every solution uh, comes (laughs) by way of the dodgeball. Um, You play Otto um, and the first, uh, your first steps in this game are, are, getting to dodgeball academia um and just as the is it inauguration when kids uh, i know that's the presidential one what is it called when initiation um initiation i guess yeah Yeah, so it's like the opening ceremony um and you kind of learn a little bit of lore about this dodgeball field world you get your magical powers that will uh, unlock as you play dodgeball in the game and you meet your 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 teammates and your rivals and your teachers too um and this is a full-on rpg where you um, have a party of uh, of different people who who follow who tag along with you. There's a lot of story. There are side quests. There are battles, and the battles are all dodgeball games. I've played a lot of Paper Mario games. Um, some of them I love. Some of them I love parts of. Some of them I hate all of. Um, but I think like the biggest thing that connects them is like I love the story and the world and and the visuals. And Dodgeball Academia has that like you know hugest influence I would say um, from from Paper Mario and the overall atmosphere of a a Pokemon game. But where Paper Mario games always let the player down is sometimes the battling is just so boring. And instead of there being like a, you know, turn-based attack battle that you have to do in this game, in this one, it's a real-time game of dodgeball where you play, um, sometimes you'll have a solo game, but you also can play with your teammates and you can tag between them. Each of your teammates has different dodgeball powers you can have you have like a focus move you can hold down for a um like a a bigger attack for example otto your main character when you hold down the throw button he he basically like sets fire to the ball and then it explodes upon impact and um the uh dodge that your opponents uh uh are on fire for a bit and lose more damage that way um and then you have balloony who is a uh uh, a really, really nice, uh, you know, brainy character, but who's quite weak and all the other other characters pick on him. But he's on your team and he is a healer. So oh. in, in just like you would in a regular RPG, you need to plan um, your team w- w- wisely and, and have the right people around. So like, yeah, you, you can, you have like around, at the moment I'm like level 10 and I maybe 10, 11, 12 around, around that and I have like 100 HP. Um, but if you get smacked on by a bunch of attacks at once, you can quickly be in in the red. You can you can be down to like you know ten percent health. So you can quickly switch over to Balloony and you hold down his focus button and um, and then he can heal you quick um, in in a small burst. Or you can use your attacks 
the more you play, the more you attack as a certain character, you, you fill up a meter, and then that allows you to bust out your ultimate move, ultimate move. <laughs> Amazing. Um, and so balloonies, for example, where, where like Otto's is like a massive, like, you know, birth, almost like a Hadouken, um, a dodgeball Hadouken um, that, that takes off massive damage um, from your opponents. Balloonies is a big, like, he basically heals your entire team. Um, Amazing. And so you are like, there is a big story mode. There, there's a tournament that you need to like, first of all, assemble your team for. Then you've got to um, get everything you need to, um, to, to enter the tournament. And then the tournament starts. Um, but it, it's, it's done in like a day cycle. So there's a bunch of tasks that you have to do each day. There's a, a big story mission and there's all these side quests, which I guess are optional. But the coolest thing about starting a new day in Dodgeball Academia is like just walking outside your house, you see all these pieces of, of, on a map and so far my map is just the um the school but i know that there's gated off areas that i'll be able to have access to i don't know how big they're going to be but just in the school alone there'll be like five battles that if you walk past someone um when, and they want to battle you you're locked into battle at that moment it's like when you go walk past someone in, in, a, in a pokemon game and they're like hey show me your fucking pikachu dickhead and you have to you have to fight and except this one it's a actually really fun like dodgeball mini game with a surprising amount of depth um your auto your b move um you can catch the ball as you would in a regular game of dodgeball but then you have mina on your team and mina um, instead of catching with the b button she counters so she kicks the ball back at the uh at the, at the person who, who threw it at her. Um, and so there's a lot to master. Um, plus you've got the ultimate moves, you have your focus moves, you have all these extra, you know, you, you've got to hold down, you've got to tag between them all. There's so much to master in this game. When you, when it first starts, it's like, oh, well, I get the hang of this. It's really simple, but that you're, you're constantly being given things that to, to increase like, you know, your skills and also just things to think about when you're in a game. And it can be really easy to, uh, lose track of everything and just get your ass beaten in this game. Um, The side quests are really fun. Uh, They all inevitably have you playing multiple games of volleyball, but you'll be doing different tasks for... Dodgeball? What did I say? Volleyball. Dodgeball. Volleyball. (laughs) Definitely dodgeball. Um, And uh, and, and covering myself for the future, if I say anything, any other kind of ball, football, basketball, I mean dodgeball. Um, The story, the writing is great. Um, So this is a game... Upon, I didn't actually realize. I knew it was developed by a, a team called Pocket Trap because they show up at the beginning of every every time I load up the game. But what I didn't know because I was playing this the whole time, and I was like, "Man, the writing and just the structure of this, like you know, fun RPG that that's good for an, for young and old." Um, I was like, "Really feels like a humble game." And sure enough, this has been published by Humble Bundle, so it's a humble hum, humble games joint. Uh, they previously gave us uh, beloved all the small games games like Wonder Song and. Um, Carto, um, and these are games that I've played with my kids, and we just kind of we, we Archie and I in particular just love them. Tilly will sit next to me, and we will read out all the dialogue to her, and she follows along. Um, at the start of the game, Archie was playing all of the dodgeball games, um, but it's now gotten a bit too uh, intense in terms of like what you've got to balance and move on. You collect little things like, um, I guess tokens like items that you can uh, attach to yourself to increase your 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 stats or your defense or your strength or fun little things that will give you extra extra power or health um in each match um and yeah there's there's a lot going on in this game we're only at the end of the third or fourth day now and um 
like it, what's great because it is a school game you do like part of your um like part of your training will be like actual lessons you take in the school with different teachers and they all have great personalities and um, your rivals are great. There's one really, really um, strong um, like bully called Boris, who's I'm sure at the end of the game I'm going to have to go up against. And uh, you, you verse all these very powerful villains at the beginning and they, they, they whip you, but um, you know that you're going to uh, to get strong enough to whip them back by the end of the game. I would absolutely recommend this game. I think it's on everything. Um, it's definitely on Switch. I Xbox One. I was like, huh. PlayStation 4, Switch, and uh, and Steam. But uh, it's free on Game Pass or, you know, it's it's whatever the monthly Game Pass fee is. Uh, I have been playing a shitload of Game Pass lately. Xbox is Hell yeah. far and away my most played console at the moment. Um, and that doesn't seem to be, like, slowing down anytime soon. I think we have, uh, is it 12 minutes coming out tomorrow? 12 minutes is... No, 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 I think it's August 19th. 19th, okay, right. Okay, I think it's called so 12th. Got... I thought it was coming out on the 12th, but no, it's called 12th Minutes. Um, there's definitely there's definitely a bunch of other stuff to check out. I mean, Omno, I think, Omni- is on. Yeah, yeah. Omno, yeah, yeah, yep. that's right. Yeah, I've got that. That I've heard that's worth checking out. I'm I'm amazed that there hasn't been a rap mixtape that's featured the word Baltimore <laughs> as, like, part of the title. Yep. I can totally see a pen and pixel cover with, like, that written on it. Um, it's funny talking about the like having to attend lessons. My mind immediately went to that old Rockstar game, Bully. Yes, where it's like you've got to you run around. It's open worldish, but you've got to like go and go and learn stuff at the same time. Yeah, and like I, I, I mean, I read a lot of manga which is set in school, so I'm very used to that setting in in the media that I consume. But it's very rare that I get it in a um in a game. And true, it's so much fun. the The overall map looks like a kind of like three D rendered. Um, looks like a dodgeball Pokemon, like a Pokemon game. Uh, it feels very okay. took, took a lot of design influences from from like you know classic mainline Pokemon games. Um, and like you know, I, I feel like I've been burned. Like Mario Golf this year was like a bit of a bore. Um, we had so much potential, but you know, I, I, I will do. I'll do anything that those damn Mushroom Kingdom characters tell me to. You know, and you get burned. <laughs> it's so annoying when those games are boring, but so refreshing when you play a game that's made by a team of people that are so obviously fans of that of the game that you want from like you know a bigger studio like Nintendo, and they've refined it to this level. Um, I, I think it's going to be like a, a 10 to 15 hour long experience um, and absolutely a game that I'm going to 100% like as far as like doing every single side quest and play, doing every single um, daily battle. There's one guy on the first day who's like, he starts giving you attitude. He's like, I'm the toughest guy in this school and um, um, you'll never be able to take me down. Do you want a battle? And you're like, yes. And he's like, are you sure you want a battle? And you're like, yes, I'm sure. And then it's like, are you really sure you want a battle? It's like, yes, for fuck's sake, I'm sure I will battle you. You supposedly tough guy. And then you finally get to battle him and he has one HP. <laughs> and so you take him down with one hit easily. And then he's like, um, oh, you got lucky. Just you wait. Um, I'll be back here. Same place, same time tomorrow. Um, you'll, you'll see how much stronger I'm going to get. And sure enough, every day you go revisit this guy again and he's considerably stronger and harder to take wow, down. Okay. So that's like, yeah, like great side quests. I, I have gotten in, in a few um, like side quests that have battles that I, that I lose a few times. And then I'm like, okay, I've got to go and complete everything else. Um, in 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 the school for this day, and then come back to this more difficult side quest, and um, with some you know newly earned buffs and and, and beat these battles. I'm having a ball. Is there, I'm having a ball to it ball. 
Is there a level up system? Like, do you yes, earn XP absolutely. and yeah, absolutely. Sorry. It's like a full on RPG, but you're playing dodgeball. Um, I, th- I mean, I, I think the writing is really charming. I think, I think maybe I can see this potentially overstaying its welcome for certain players um, who don't appreciate kind of like a, a big, very lived in world and like you know, funny dialogue from from school students. And also, you have to really like com- like respect that they've committed to. Dodgeball being everything and anything, everything in this, uh, anything and everything in this world. Um, I think if you if you don't go, if you don't enjoy that as a bit, maybe you won't enjoy this game. But if you are like me, you you know who don't you don't like JRPGs that waste your time. Um, this is is not that at all. This is this is my kind of RPG, and uh, a great introduction to an RPG for kids as well. I feel like it's kind of you said earlier, like anything the Mushroom Kingdom tells you to do, you'll do it. I, I just feel risky, like, Nintendo sends you a code for, like, hey, we wanted you to try it first. It's uh, Captain Treasure joins the Taliban. <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Sweet. <laughs> oh, Consider God. me influenced, Nintendo. What are the ga- How are the gang going to get out of this one? <laughs> Who the fuck is Captain Treasure, by the way? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Treasure Toad? What's his name? Treasure Cap- Tracker? Captain Toad. Captain Toad Treasure Tiger Tracker. Tiger Trio's Tracy Travels. Um, we are uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is a is a beloved game in this household, and uh, we've lately in lockdown, we have been going to the par- lots of different parks a lot, and parks are boring when you don't have uh, an infinite number of new new friends to play with. Uh, so says Archie. So I need to just come up with like just really dumb things for the kids to entertain themselves with. Um, we've also gotten really into eating those packets of seaweed. <laughs> so, okay. um, we, I, I bring a bunch of the seaweed packets to the park. And so we play Captain Toad seaweed snacker and I hide the packets <laughs> of seaweed. Archie came up with the name. I hide the pa- packets of seaweed and you hide three. So it's three stars and then a bonus one. Like it, you get Archie just wants to gamify everything, <laughs> but I guess I have Amazing. that in my blood too. Like I did I tell you, I had like a real life Metroidvania moment. Um, no, there's a creek that runs alongside um, my street, and um, last year I tried to run one end of it and was blocked. So, like you know, like, like in a Metrovania game, you know, you're like, oh, I haven't got the uh, the upgrade that required to get past this this uh, this thing blocking my path yet. Um, and uh, all I, I, I apparently I didn't know that I, I needed a uh, I think three lockdowns for to enable um, me access to this new area because. Um, we, we, I went down that, that, that path again recently and it's all opened up and it's a full oh, on wow. like, yeah, big walk that like, uh, takes you alongside a big Creek and, um, uh, gives you access to a basketball court eventually. Um, so an, an upgrade that I needed. I was, I was really hoping you were going to be like, and then I found some bolt cutters yeah. and got through the fence that was blocking me from going further upgrade. <laughs> then I committed arson. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. Uh, so let's, let's move on to the one that we've both spent some time with. Let's talk, uh, my friend Pedro, Ripe for Revenge. So this is a new one that's come out from Devolver Digital. It is mobile, so it is available on iOS and on Android as well. Uh, it is nominally a sequel to the original game, uh, if you if you have played or if you remember the original game. It revolves around your friend Pedro, who is a banana, mm-hmm. who is uh, basically telling the main character sort of what to do, um, which mainly involves him shooting a bunch of people. I can't remember, what was the final thing you were going for in um, in the original can you? Did you finish it? I mean, I, that Pedro, that the banana is like lying to you the whole time, right? Like you just a, uh, 
you're just trying to like kind of figure out who you are and maybe save somebody, and then it turns out to yeah. be like you know it's standard standard devolver digital head fuckery. Well, things things in the mobile game are a lot more simple. Old mate Pedro shows up again and says, "Hey, my whole family's been kidnapped. Can you please help get them back?" Mm-hmm. Uh, so his son, his daughter, and his wife are all kidnapped. So you need to fight your way through three separate areas um, that wind up looking pretty much exactly the same as one another, just different enemies that you fight in each. Uh, you know, doing doing your normal thing of jumping around, shooting sometimes with both hands at the same time, and trying to get through a level as, as quickly as possible or as gracefully as possible. The wrinkle with this, because it's on mobile, is there is a new control scheme in town. And the control scheme is you pull back and essentially fling the character. So when you, you touch the screen and you pull back, it will give you a um, sort of a, a, a trajectory upon which they'll go along. Yeah, like an aiming. Time will, yeah, like an aiming thing. Time will slow down while you do this, which kind of helps you to preserve your uh, your combo that you build up as you kill enemies. Um, and it just allows you to kind of aim specifically where your guy is going to go. Uh, and then shooting-wise, you tap to take out enemies. So it becomes very much about like figuring out which of your enemies is going to come into your line of fire first because whenever you come into the line of fire, a, a kind of a circle around the enemy starts emptying, um, you know, which is the amount of points you'll get for killing that enemy. And by the time the circle has emptied, the you will be shot by the, the enemy if you haven't killed them yet. Um yeah, how far did you get into this, Levens? Because we were talking about it yesterday, and I was like, "Give it, a, give it a burl. It's very easy to get the gist of." Yeah, you said uh, um, you'll probably get the gist of this game in about five minutes, and John, I gave it ten. Um, oh wow! But in terms of uh, 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 you got two gists. Yeah, in terms of like a mobile game, like yeah, this is like so well translated, and I think like yeah, yeah. there is like a slight like huh because you are pulling in the opposite direction. Um, as opposed to swiping in the direction that you want to move, want the character to move in, um, but you get the hang of it pretty quick. And I was I was amazed at how well this works as a mobile game. Um, yeah, it it solved like I I found the controls to be weirdly finicky on the console version. Like I could never quite line up a jump the way I wanted to, or I would always overshoot a mark when trying to run around and that kind of stuff. Whereas this like being able to drag, see where I'm going to drop and and basically use that as a way to plan like, okay, well, I can drop right down the middle of this thing pretty easily, take out these enemies on the way. It just felt weirdly less pressury than the other one, even though there is like, there is a pressure to it because whenever you finish a level, you're rated out of three stars based on how many, uh, how many points you earn during the level. You continue regardless of how many stars you got, like provided you make it to the end of the level, you can keep going through the game. Yeah, I don't know what it is about like playing a game on a phone, but if I only get one out of three stars on a phone, I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'll I'll keep keep playing and move on. But if I'm playing on a console game and I get one out of three stars or I get like a D rank, I'm like, oh man, I need to go back and get good at this level or like, or or I'll be very like, oh, fuck this game. Like, you know, I'll get get really turned off by getting rated badly. But when you're on a phone, you're just kind of like, oh, well, if I love this game, I'll come back and try and get this later at some point. But who cares? I'm just going to keep playing. I'm definitely, I I definitely agree with if I get, if I'm playing a game that ranks me on my, my performance during a level on a console and I'm ranked low, 
my instinct is, meh, fuck this, I don't care. But funnily enough, I've finished my friend Pedro right for revenge Mm -hmm. and then went back to the start and started going like, okay, let's three-star these levels then. So I read that there's there's, there's 35 levels, is that right? 30-something? 36. Okay, yeah, cool. There's 36 levels. And because they're a lot more bite-sized than the levels in the game, like the console version, it just feels a lot easier to be like, okay, I'm going to learn how to three-star this level. And definitely the first, like, I think I've three-starred the first five or six thus far. It is a lot easier to work out like, okay, I know a guy's going to come from there. I know a guy's going to come from there. I need to shoot him first, shoot him second, jump here, do this, do that. So it becomes a lot easier to work out like, how do I get these high scoring points? And then there's almost like, the further I've gotten in, there's almost become a puzzle element to it where it's like, okay, I think I'm doing the best run I possibly can and I'm only getting 15,000 points, but I need 18,000 points for a three-star so how do I change what I've done in this level to get that extra 3,000 points? Like there begins to become a fun little element of, right, what can I try that's different to boost up my scoring? Yeah, for sure. Which Actually, gives yeah. it Because a- I started playing um, Blood Roots on, on Game Pass last week. And oh, yeah. Re- yeah, yeah. Really fun game. You reviewed it when it came out. But again, that's a game that ranks you at the end. And I just remember, yeah, I got yeah. like five levels in and my, I wasn't, my ranking wasn't really getting any better. But I also had no desire to go back and get good at the levels. So it is good to know that, like, even upon finishing this, you're like, fuck it, let's do it again. Well, that's it. it it's exactly what I was saying. Because it's so much shorter, it's so much easier to think, like, this isn't going to take me 20 minutes end to end on a level. So it's it's three minutes at most, maybe two minutes. So I can smash out repetitions of two minutes over and over real quick and get better at it as mm. opposed to. Oh, I you know I screwed up this bit towards the end again, but it's going to take me ages to kind of go from the start to create a perfect run to get there. Uh, there is a when you finish the game, you unlock another mode called Blood Rush, which is where you start each level with five seconds, and every time you make a kill, you get another one point five seconds. That's so it's fun. all about like how how quickly can you get through kind of thing, which is a nice little wrinkle to keep you coming back. Uh, the game is free. Yeah, this is what I'm curious about. So it's free, and how much does it cost to? I saw it as an option to, to switch to premium. It's like four four forty nine or four ninety nine. What does that? What does that get you? Gets you blood rush mode. Gets you checkpoints within levels. Um, a couple of little things like that. I think if you can play through the whole game for free, go ahead and play through the whole game for free. But if like I I knew after like four or five levels, I was like I enjoy this. Yeah, it's it's nice to throw money at developers you think are doing good jobs you've gotten, when you've, gotten three, you've gotten three gists worth of game yeah exactly uh i'm up to my neck in gists with this game <laughs> um i'm setting up my band gisted sister uh, <laughs> terrible <laughs> um yeah look i i had a real fun time with this game and it's like i i find with with apple arcade Proving to be quite lackluster over time. Um, no, I think you know what it is. I think Apple Arcade. I think there's plenty of good titles there. You know who like we should get on to have, do an Apple Arcade episode is Archie. Um, oh yeah, my okay. seven year old son. Because all he does, like, that's that's like his free time. You know, every other day is he gets the iPad time, and he's just like, Dad, today I played. What's cool is that he's playing. He plays a lot of the new Apple Arcade games, but then they've also been put, they've been putting on a lot of like classic. They, they did a whole bunch. We should do a little. We should do an update. You and I should spend yeah. like a week playing Apple Arcade games and 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 do a report, a book report. They they put game dev story 
legendary yeah, yeah. Pyrosoft game that both of us love. It's Game Dev Story Plus. I don't know why it's plus, as far as I can tell. Like, because all the other plus games they've put on, it's like we've added new levels, or all, all the DLC that was previously done is included in this one, and that kind of stuff. There's nothing extra in in Game Dev Story Plus. Like, that you can see I, from I the, can't from tell what they've yeah. added. And as an even hilarious cherry on that cake, if you go in and look at the reviews on on the app, all of the reviews are fake. <laughs> Yes, yeah, I, yeah. I remember someone on our Discord pointed out how insane they are. Yeah, it's just it's bonkers. Like, and not even they're not even good fakes. They're like horrible fakes where it's like the name is clearly AI generated in some weird way, and the text is all like, "I hated this game, but I love that it gave me wallpapers." Five stars. <laughs> what the? F- so weird. But yeah, we should definitely we should do a um a circle back on uh. Arcade, but yeah, what I was getting at is that I feel like it's just in general like there's no real we don't really have follow an account that hypes the games up um, as they come out. Whereas Game Pass games, like I feel like we there there is more hype surrounding their releases. They're better at kind of pushing out. You get an an update like kind of letting you know what games are coming, and maybe we're just more well versed in 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 the franchises they have. Because like yeah, the only reason that we're playing my friend Pedro is because we already played the game on console. I think that's true. In, in the phone space, you're just a lot less trusting of, uh, of of new things coming out. And I guess it's so. I mean, look, we followed Devolver Digital on social channels, and Devolver has been very good about pushing my friend Pedro. Um, I think maybe Apple Arcade. I'm pretty sure they have a Twitter, and I should follow it to see what's going on. But yeah, yeah. maybe it's a it's communication us, issue. It's not their fault. It's not the enormous company's fault. It's our. It's us. The little guy's <laughs> fault. <laughs> How dare we? Uh, speaking of Game Pass, let's get into our final review. It's JV's time to shine. Yeah, uh, before, hey, I have been. Hold, let me just put put a put a put a hole on that shine, John. Because before we you, you shine away, I want to hear from our sponsors. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, thirty six percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Get a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/work. Shopify.com/work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. 
That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mm, thanks, sponsors. And now, back to JV's shine. <laughs> Ding! Uh, so, I... Um I played The Ascent. I've been playing The Ascent over the last week. And it's one of those games that I've had an eye on for a while because it is a uh, it, it ticks a lot of boxes for me. It's a sci-fi uh, cyberpunk RPG. On top of that, it is isometric and um, a twin-stick shooter. Mm. So ticking a bunch of buttons so far. Um, so it was developed by a Swedish indie game studio called Neon Giant, uh, it's available on all the Xboxes plus Microsoft Windows, presumably through Game Pass. Uh, I mean, I certainly got it through Game Pass. And I... Look, my Xbox is maybe the least easy of my consoles for me to play games on. Uh, I mean, it's obviously super easy on Switch. I can play that anywhere. PC or my laptop is also fairly easy. I can sit there on the couch on my laptop while my wife you know, sits and watches TV or entertains herself as well. I always feel kind of bad about the Xbox because I'm taking the TV away from, you know, other people in my family. That can be difficult. So my my experience with this, the Ascent has basically been my, my daughter feeds at 8 o'clock, 8 p.m., goes to bed around 9. My wife generally goes to bed around the same time then, and I'm like, it is... John's time on the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, so and I, I, I've had an know? Xbox for a long time now, for almost a year. Um, and up until recently, I don't think I'd ever gotten... I didn't know this was a thing. It gives you... My, my phone gives me an alert when you go on the Xbox. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> so, and, and, and by extension, my watch. So, every time you go on the Xbox, I know about it, buddy. <laughs> 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 and this has, like never, to- this has never been a thing up until like the past week. <laughs> I like to think, I like to picture you like scribbling a little mark on a chart. Yeah, and yeah. And standing back and being like, interesting. Cutting. Did not expect, yeah. Cutting a new gash on my leg. <laughs> He's, oh God. He's bucking trends. But yeah, so I, I jumped in the, I jumped in on the ascent. Um, I, I was very grateful that it was on Game Pass because it's one of those like, hey, I'll give it a try and see how I go. I have wound up really quite enjoying this game. It's it's got a, a really interesting story to it where you are the character you play is is what's called an indent, basically an indentured servant or an in, someone indentured to a corporation. It's you you it's set in an arcology, which is like a giant vertical city on an alien planet. And you're an indent, which is someone who essentially sold their life to the corporation to go over to this planet. God knows why, because you live in basically space poverty. But the game, the game starts with you kind of being given a task by the, the boss of the section of the arcology that you live in. It's, you know, something like something that's gone haywire in the sewage system, go down and fix the AI that's running it. So you go down and do that. And on, when you're on your way back from that mission, suddenly shit starts going crazy. Robots start kind of going out of control and ships start crashing. And when you make it back to your kind of the little hub hub section of the game that you're in, you find out that the corporation that owns the arcology that you're in has gone bankrupt and the board of like the board of directors have all gone missing. So suddenly everyone's like, well shit, what's going to happen when the security forces don't get their paychecks? 
you know, the AIs, no one's really in control of the AIs anymore, anything like that. So suddenly it becomes a bit of a like, how are we going to survive moving forward when there's no central organization to what we were doing before? So you basically operate as a gun for hire. I'm fairly early in the game still. Again, referencing, I only have about one and a half hours a night where I get to play it. Um, and there are so many side quests that love to love to piss around and do a side quest and build up my character. But um, it's it's real. Like if if you liked something like Diablo, this will definitely tickle your. Um, I mean, if you liked the gameplay of Diablo, if you like this, if if the setting of Diablo is what you flipped your lid for, then you're going to hate this game. But if you like the gameplay of Diablo, this will definitely scratch that itch. Um, there is so much to upgrade. Like you have. There's various armors to find. You have uh, biomechanical augmentations. You have modules you can attach that all do different things. I just installed a module where the closest enemy to me, when I kill them, they'll explode. So I've been having so much fun in combat where it's like I take a dude down and boom, he just blows up. And then the next guy blows up and the next guy. Um, The combat's really fun. Like you... You have a dodge roll um, move in it. So you might just be running through the kind of, you know, you'll be running around the level that you're in and suddenly you're being swarmed by dudes and it feels awesome to just, like, dive roll away from them. Use one of your augments to, like, do a concussive blast against them, which basically vaporizes your enemy. Haul out a weapon and just start chopping away at, at people that are chasing you. Crouch behind a barrier press the left trigger and you put your gun over the barrier and shoot so it's like you can stay protected while still attacking i just unlocked a heavy machine gun and had enough points to give it a few upgrades and oh my god combat is so satisfying with this thing shit man this sounded fun it mows through low level enemies like nobody's business uh, one of the things I really love about the game as well is the environment in which it's set feels like a living world. Like there's so much, like so much cyberpunk stuff is. Yes, it takes place at night, and yes, it's kind of rain soaked, but it's generally fairly like it's the future, so everything's tidy. Whereas this, like I, you start on sort of the lower levels of this arcology, and the place is just a shithole. There is like garbage everywhere. There's broken machinery. All this kind of stuff. like So it feels gritty and grungy and realistic. The hub world is packed with non-player characters. Admittedly, a lot of them are just kind of going about it, about their business, but it still adds to that sense of like, oh, this isn't a game world. I'm in an actual world that's, that's sort of doing its thing. As you run around, you kind of hear snippets of conversation. There's there's various people in the environment that you can talk to, not to get a quest or to advance the game in any way. They just tell you, like, they might comment on, hey, I just ate this food over there, or, oh, did you see this news broadcast this morning? Just little snippets that really deepen the world that you're in. Um, yeah, I, I I think this is this is going to be one of those rare games on Xbox where... Because normally when I play a game on Game Pass, I'll play it for a little bit and then drop off. Mm -hmm. But I think this one is going to be one that I'm like, I'll stick through with this one. I'm really having a great time with it. Yeah, I um, this is me like looking into my into my crystal ball. I uh, I think that Game Pass is going to dictate a lot of the rest of the uh, the year for us. Um, Oh wow, okay. Yeah, I just like I think a a lot of indies that I'm looking forward to are are coming to Game Pass, um, and. I think just think the model 
is just so good, obviously. Like, you know, I, I, it's finally like kind of, I'm like, oh, I, I, when I want to play video games now, I put on the Xbox instinctively instead of getting my Switch out. Um, it's okay. finally, finally happened. And uh, this is before the, the influx of, uh, of, of great indies like Sable and 12 Minutes that are coming to Game Pass very soon. Um, but yeah, you, you describing the Ascent, like I feel like if this came to any other console and, and I needed to pay for it, I'd be like, oh, cool, it sounds good. Maybe one day when it's on sale, I'll check it out. But knowing that I can just go and play it now, I guess I'm going to give it a shot. Like I've spent so much of the last week playing Forza Horizon 4. Which, uh, if anyone knows me, I'm not a driving guy. In fact, Abs- our, this, our this background was you know, wild to find out. Yeah, like John and I used to, you know, we, 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 our friendship started over John coming over late at night um, and us playing um, all of the PS2 Grand Theft Auto games. And I would do all the shooting and John would do all the driving. And um, it just was like that because I, I just was not the driver. Um, and I'd, I'd love it if we stuck to that tradition with Forza Horizon 4 and you'd call me up and be like, can you come over? I want to play Forza Horizon 4, but you need to drive. There's no guns. You need to do all of it. <laughs> um, uh, but man, I, I, I'm going to feature that in our all the other things this, this year. But like, that's just a perfect example of like a game that... I, I, you know, I'd be like, oh yeah, I guess I hear good things about those games, but they're a racing guy, games, and I'm not really a racing game guy. Turns out I am, and it's like the best endorphin rush and like stress relief imaginable. Um, I even bought all of the DLC, so like Game Pass, oh, is, Game Pass has made me spend money on a game that that they gave me. It's a, it's, it's I don't know. I, I maybe I'll feel differently after um watching the ID at Xbox and the uh, and the Indie World showcases and maybe I'll be like, oh no, Nintendo is still like the, the place to play indie games. But at the moment, I think this is like the, a real turning point for me uh, and, and the rest of the year. Um, it helps that, you know, my favorite game of the year was an Xbox exclusive, not necessarily a Game Pass one, but Death's Door was, you know, the only way to play it on consoles is, is on Xbox at this point. Yeah, so uh, uh, a really positive week of games. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, really enjoying Dodgeball Academia. Games. Um, uh, have, you can get a great free experience out of uh, um, my friend Pedro, Ripe for Revenge. That's the one, and uh, and the Ascent, a game that I should give a shot to as well because John is enjoying it immensely. Um, yeah. Before we go, John, a quick and very simple email address uh, email um, from Luke. Um, you can email us all the small games at gmail.com. It's just a nice little little, little email that Luke sent to us. Um, Hit me. Hey guys, I'm a longtime Sans Pants listener, and when you guys joined the team, I was overwhelmed with joy and content. I'm a small-time game and web developer, and I love listening to your show to get a kick of inspiration. I really appreciate all that you've done, especially through the lockdown. I would love to join your Discord channel. May I have an invite? Luke, I've already replied. With it, with an invite, and uh, I'm reading your email out so other people can know that if they want a community to join, the easiest thing to do is to email us all the small games at gmail.com. Even better, ask us a question for us to answer on the show, um, and uh, we'll give you access to Discord. Uh, a, a word of warning, though, um, the Discord may be a gateway to both buying way too many indie games and potentially spending five dollars a month on our Patreon feed uh, because John and I have been recording two bonus episodes every single month. Uh, one of them is a deep dive on a classic indie game. So far, we have done. Oh boy, what have we done? We've done the Stanley We've Parable. Done Stanley Parable. V V V V V V. Uh, what was the first one we did? What was that motherfucking first one? Oh damn! It was Bastion. Uh, so Bastion. Three that's it. hours of deep diving into classic indie games like no other podcast has done before. Um, and uh, our and we one got a, for- we got a real special one this month. We're going to do Inside. Yes, we the, put, uh, put the vote out. It, it- 
in yeah, our Discord. It was a landslide. It was between uh, Inside and Little Nightmares. I feel like it was unfair on Little Nightmares' behalf because we already did two episodes on Little Nightmares 1 and 2 at the start of the year. Um, sure. And I may have said, please, everyone vote Inside. <laughs> oh, same. I, I was the one that made the... T- I, I was the one that chose the two games and I was like, but you really should vote Inside. So, yeah, we'll, we'll be re- um, revisiting a wonderful game called Inside that I assume most people have access to. Um, I have it on my PlayStation, but it's also on Switch, PC and Xbox. Um, by and the, phone. And phone. Holy crap. Uh, you can be an idiot like John and play a, a game that you should not play on a phone, on a phone if you like. Um, but So, we do a, 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 a game of the month deep dive episode plus another episode all about additional non-indie game content called All the Other Things. Uh, there's one up there that's all about uh, recent TV and movies we've watched and we'll be recording another one very soon in which I'm going to go just deep on my love of Forza. <laughs> I look which, forward. I'm really looking forward to that one because I have some opinions about Forza. You know what I look forward to every day I play Forza? What? Seeing your little car come up and fucking smashing into it. <laughs> Every single time, you motherfucker! You're the one that keeps doing that. And it's so it's like it's like I'll, I'll do like a, a stunt or a jump or I'll, I'll like even discover a new area and it'll compare me to you, and then I'm yeah. like, cool. I'm not going to bed until I beat John's stats. <laughs> <laughs> We've talked about how competitive we are about games yes. sometimes. And this is like the most immediate, like it just, it just, it is encouraging that. Anyway, so uh, patreon.com slash all the small games. Come join our Discord and our Patreon. Support us and uh, get yourself access to a whole bunch of new content and friends during this difficult time in the world right now. Um, otherwise, you can email us all the small games at gmail.com or get in touch with us over Twitter. We are at all the small game. On Facebook, we are facebook.com slash all the small games. John is at 16 tacos on Twitter and Instagram. I am at levdog, L E V D A W. And if you like this podcast, I have two more. One is called Hey Fam. The other one is called Serious Issues. Both are on the Sans Pants Network. And uh, Serious Issues, a comic book podcast, is actually weekly again uh, and features uh, uh, Joel Dusha, Joel Zamet, and Jackson Bailey as uh, regular guests talking about comic books. John, we should get you on. We should talk about the... Uh, My name does start with J. The new, uh, the new comic book by our favorite dude who did uh, all those comics that we love. Like uh, rock, rock, <laughs> rock Candy Mountain, and uh, oh, uh, Kyle Straub, huh? Is that his name? Kyle, uh, Kyle, Kyle Stark. Kyle Stark is a new Kyle Stark. Book. Let's let's do that in the future. Uh, you can find. Now yeah. I got to Google Kyle Straub. Who's <laughs> Kyle Straub? Don't know. I don't want. No idea. Okay, we'll, we'll find out yep. in a Patreon episode. We're going to charge you for it. Sorry, that's classified information. Thank you so much for listening, All the Kyle Straub. We'll see you next week for a uh, a long look at the uh, the indie showcases that are airing as we Ooh, speak. Cannot wait. Um, thanks, Didn't John. Love it. I'll see you soon. Thank you, Levins. Goodbye, everybody. Stay small and games. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.